The Way to You, podcast 404. Exercise. Exercise is a fairly controversial subject, I think. A lot of people swear by it and indulge in it a lot. Whereas other people, they fight shy of it with a deep dread. And so they should ever get changed and put their body through it and work out and feel any sort of strain. And if you're somebody who exercises a lot, you might find these sort of people quite strange and weird, but by the same token, they probably find you weird. Or you may be just somebody who does a bit of exercise, isn't that fussed about it, but doesn't have a conscious stance against it. He just accepts it. You know, he doesn't have time. He'd like to do more, but it's not that big of a thing. The leisure industry, the sports leisure industry, the exercise industry, has only grown up really in the last 20 years to sort of really burst out into what it is now. For sure, there have always been swimming pools and leisure centres, places where you could do indoor sports and stuff, but not on the level it's got to now. And this has a lot to do with cultural and social changes. For a kickoff, more people recognise that exercise is terribly important, that we have to look after our bodies in so many different ways. And you can't just travel from cradle to grave, having given up sports and exercise the day you left school and expect to be in an okay condition by the time you reach the age of 70. It just doesn't work like that. You know, the chances are you've had to start exercising more if you're looking after your body as you've got older. You know, we had a all had a free pass till the age of 25, 26. Um, personally, I only took up exercise once I'd left school. I couldn't stand being subject to school sports and stuff and school competitions. It just didn't appeal to me at all. And I desperately avoided going on runs if I possibly could. And okay, I played a bit of cricket. I liked going to the swimming pool when it was sort of there for me. And swimming was really the only thing I could do when I was younger because I was more at home in water than on land. But, you know, that's going back to childhood. And I didn't always stay like that. Um, And in my 20s, I started going for runs and actually enjoyed it and embraced it. But there was nobody else running at the same time or if... They were, it was just accidental. You know, there was no school involved in it, so I could just get on with it. And obviously, you know, I kept on with swimming. But I got into other things as well, like yoga, um, which was very interesting. Um, And so, you know, it's always possible to change in one's life and to become quite, quite involved in exercising on sort of various levels.
and it felt good you know it always felt just that much better for my body so I kept up with it but as I got older I put weight on and you know conditions in my life changed and it wasn't always quite so easy to exercise and I had a period in my life when obviously I was desperately overweight and putting weight on the whole time and I wasn't exercising that much then because going to the swimming pool when you weigh 17 stone and are just under six foot tends to be quite embarrassing um Whereas if you've taken your weight down a few stone to sort of 12 or 11 stone, then it's not embarrassing. So I sort of gave up exercising when I put, put on weight. It sort of seemed an inevitable consequence. But as soon as I lost weight, uh, I started exercising again. Uh, you know, I, I can remember it very clearly how it affected me, um, how inspired I was by um, people exercising more in the England cricket team. You know, the captain of the cricket team was always going on runs, and I thought, that's really good. And they won a game that I hadn't expect them to, so that inspired me. It's not often I take inspiration like that, but in this case I did. And that affected me. And since then, I haven't really looked back. You know, it's sort of... I've just taken exercise in my stride and just done it as a matter of fact. Um, and tried different ways of enhancing my fitness. But it's always seemed like a natural thing to do. But anyway, that's me. For other people, no, they doing exercise it sort of it's a foreign territory for them um but there's so many different ways that you can get exercise and move i mean the way not to behave is to never move your body to move as little as possible to become a couch potato that does you no good at all you know you don't get that free pass you don't get the right to put anything into your mouth and drink anything and not feel the effect you know i mean a lot of people live a bit like that but people are far more conscious about you know what their bodies look like and whilst not that long ago it was okay to be somebody with a huge pot belly who sat around in bars propping them up and just drinking beer and guzzling food yeah those sort of people there they're sort of unnoticed from the from the health experts as much as anything and the dietitians you know they're obviously not really living right and from their fellow human beings which isn't to say you know people shouldn't have any fun obviously people should have fun but there's fun and fun, and it's no fun being massively overweight and drinking too much and, you know, just being a lump, really, who doesn't do anything, you know, whose main exercise is just strolling to the pub every night. You know, it's sort of, that sort of person is, I guess, less common than they used to be. There are obviously still some around, but... 
you know, you don't rarely get it quite so easy these days. You know, there's always some sort of message about disease and ill health and the ways that you can get unhealthy and how your diet should improve. And these days, you know, there's a war also on red meat. So, you know, that's sort of being limited because obviously that's linked to certain kinds of ill health and cancer and stuff. And it's not seen to be prudent to eat red meat the whole time. And, you know, and also coming in from another part, part of the community are the environmental messages, which are also saying you can't eat so much red meat, you know, because um, it uses up too much oxygen, creating resources such as forests and woods if we clear away all that, all of them in order to have the acreage needed to um, grow enough feed for cattle. You know, the, the cow is sort of unnoticed like somewhat as going, you know, becoming scarcer if you like. And plant-based diets are being offered as a proper alternative, a really real alternative, you know, not just health-wise, but ecologically as well, you know, to save our planet. So there are all sorts of different currents of thought coming in. And obviously exercise enters these conversations a lot, you know, how, how many hours of exercise do you do a week? Well, it's recommended you do at least half an hour a day uh, and you increase your heart rate somewhat and use as much of your body as you can. But it doesn't have to be boring. You know, some people like running and swimming and weight training. That's fine. That's that's fine for the people who do. But, you know, some people like to go and do archery or play badminton or go cycling. Um, but anyway, there are all sorts of different forms of exercise you can take up if you're not a natural exerciser, but it's a mistake to just not use your body and move around. Yeah, especially if you're overweight, because that's just going to settle you into a trend that could have disastrous outcomes for you in terms of coronary stroke or kidney failure, lung failure, God knows what, you know, it's, uh, just one of those things you know life is changing i mean back in the 18th century the idea that anybody should go on a cross-country run unless they were done something funny at university or school would have been laughed at you know you'd have probably been flogged for making the suggestion that somebody go on a run or they're not looking after their bodies properly you know so we've come a long way since then even even in the first half of the 20th century, people didn't. And they didn't after that until it started creeping in a bit in the 70s and 80s. Um, and people talked about getting fit. I mean, actually feeling properly fit is such a wonderful feeling that it's hard to think why people don't do it more. But that's a side note.
Um, but, you know, using our bodies is terribly important, I think. You know, that's just my take on it. You know, you obviously don't have to sort of overdo it. You know, you don't have to go every day and do two hours weight training or go for a marathon run or something. But doing something, you know, for at least half an hour a day is very recommended. Yeah, even a brisk walk, you know, it's sort of, that's better than staying at home doing nothing. Anyway, this is all a preamble to, to saying that the Way to You Weight Loss and Personal Development Programme offers a module in exercise and which types of exercise burn how many calories per half hour according to how heavy you are and records all these different forms of exercise so that you can work out for yourself the which which you do because the way to you weight loss and personal development program is a holistic approach to losing weight as it should be and exercise, although not sufficient on its own, is a very important part of getting your body to become the temple, the perfect instrument it was always supposed to be. So I'll leave a link to um, a free product where you, which you can get, which is just sort of about nine basic tips to help you losing weight. And then you get taken to a sales page where the proper program is advertised. And I'll leave that there and thank you for listening. This is what I have for you this evening and I hope you take care and you know, try and stay fit.